Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What is up, everybody? We are a week away from the NFL draft. The Sean Salisbury Show, we're going to talk all about it. We got some more smoke about the Houston Texans. We got uh, players being stomped on in the NBA playoffs, which is pretty much maybe the only thing I care about in the NBA play. I don't even care about it, but the only thing I've kind of paid attention to in the NBA playoffs, uh, we've got a big quarterback contract that was just signed. And how does that affect Lamar Jackson? Because he's still not signed. We'll talk about that in just a second, but as always, Sean, we're brought to you by bet online. Yeah. Bet online. AG is your number one source for all your basketball info, stats, news, and scores among other things. So get the latest odds and lines, including the latest playoff reports and player reports. Should I say for this year's pro basketball playoffs, which are going on now bet online is always your sports information headquarters this season, as we have you covered for all your sports wagering needs, basketball, major league baseball, hockey, which is in the Stanley cup playoffs and uh, right to the UFC and boxing bet online is the fastest, easiest way to get your betting info, include live betting options and your favorite casino and card games. You can play right away um, from your home. Listen, head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use your promo code believe that's B L E A V as in Victor believe to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online is where the game starts. As always, thank you to bet on line. All right, Sean, Jalen Hurts leads the Eagles to a Super Bowl, gets a massive five-year, $255 million extension, uh, 100 and just let's say 80 million total guaranteed. 126 of that is fully guaranteed by 2024. Uh, so he gets paid. Everyone's still obviously waiting to see what happens with Lamar Jackson. Uh we know that Jalen was going to get paid. The Eagles, they do things, I don't want to say the right way, but they get things done when they want to keep somebody. But I want to run a tweet by you and, and tell me why Lamar, now seeing this deal, doesn't go back to the Ravens and say, is this still on the table? This is a side-by-side comparison. This is from Sarah Ellison, um, who works there in Baltimore. Total value. Jalen Hurts, 255. Lamar Jackson was being offered 250. Fully guaranteed. Jalen Hurts is at 110. Like I said, it jumps to 126 in the second year. Lamar's was 133. And then total guarantees was 180. Lamar's was at 200. So, I mean, just seeing those numbers right there, you have to say, did Lamar overplay his hand or is he still playing this right? Because now we have another comp for him to go to the Ravens and say, this is what I want. But if you're the Ravens, you just say, we offered you better than that. Yeah. It's not two fifty-five. We offered you two fifty, but your guarantees are more in both ways. So uh, what is Lamar Jackson thinking? And then to start, obviously the Eagles made the right decision by extending Jalen hurts. Absolutely. 100%. I would have done the same thing, and Joe Burrow's going to go by that, and so is Herbert when it comes, just because yeah. of the timing of it. Right. You know, it just It's the way it works. It's the way the quarterback uh, – it's a, the way, well, negotiating works. And Jalen, to do what he's done, and to think less than 18 months ago or a year ago 
apparently they were considering Russ Wilson and they weren't sure Jalen mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts was a franchise quarterback. I think we have that answer. There is nothing not to like about him. Okay, he doesn't look like Brady in the pocket yet, but he does things Brady didn't do. I'm only using that because mm-hmm. we're I, I'm I'm a pocket guy too, but he knows how to throw from there. He's gotten better from there. He's never complained when it happened at Alabama, went to Oklahoma to throw more and get better. Every step along the way, the guy's done nothing but the right thing. Nothing. I, I, I love him. I love his poise. I love the way he handles himself on and off the field. And he's a winner. And he's got high football IQ. And he's getting better as a passer. And he's a playmaker. He deserves every penny in football sense. Good for him. And now if you're Lamar, you're excited because you say, well, then I got to get somewhere around there. But then you look back and say, well, you've already got somewhere around there. Matter of fact, more to go with what you said. So, yes, Jalen deserves it. Overplayed his hand, I guess, at that point in time. And this was September of last year, I think, Sags, yeah. right, 2022. At that point in time, Kyler Murray had not been offered a new deal, correct? Correct. So, revisionist history. So, wait a second now. You didn't know what Kyler was going to get at that time. He got it. And now that he got it, okay, there's that. And Deshaun Watson had already got his. Well, listen, you can't judge the Cleveland Browns' stupidity by doing that, that everybody else has got to do it. Okay, while I can make the argument that Lamar's had more success in the league than Deshaun Watson and been, you know, it appears a better off the field guy in in certain cases. Okay, for sure. Um, I I don't I don't blame him for wanting to get paid. But when I look back at that, when he says, well, I've got to get paid in these guarantees. Well, they did do that. If that and I believe what she's putting is true, because you've you've heard this now from others. If you're the Baltimore Ravens, do you go back and say, yeah, that still exists? It's on the table. Or do you say, no, 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 sorry. We'll go back down. Jalen's had them in a Super Bowl, although you can argue their roster's better, better offensive players in Philadelphia. But listen, he maximized it, Jalen Hurts did, and that's Lamar's job. I think Lamar Jackson should get paid. But I wouldn't pay him any much more than they've already offered. Right. I'm not giving any quarterback 100% guaranteed. I wouldn't have given it to Watson. I'm not giving it to Mahomes, and I'm not giving it to Burrow. But they may all go for it. Well, go for it. Ask for it. But it, I mean, overplayed his hands a good way to put it, Segs. Um, I think he thought that he should be closer to Deshaun's guaranteed money than he is Jalen Hurts. And if you want to go a few dollars more or somewhere in between, fine. But I think that contract is more than fair. And I think Hurts's is more than fair. Don't judge it by Deshaun. Judge it by what most sensible teams are doing. And quite frankly, some would say it's not sensible because that's a lot of money for any football player, but that's athletics and that's sports. So I, I, Lamar, I don't see how he thinks he's going to get much more anywhere else. I I don't say, you know, in that framework and I would not pay him 230 guaranteed million dollars. I hate to say this. He's not worth it. Neither is Hertz. And I wouldn't pay anybody 230 million guaranteed right now, meaning 100% guaranteed. I think that's more than fair. So if that is the legitimate where it's at and he turned that down, it goes to show you he needs an agent and yeah, he needs it, to make a fast decision. If part of it tells me that I almost feel like he wants out, Segs. To turn that down, there's a part of me that feels like not only does he want more money and more guarantees, that he also wants out of Baltimore. I get that right. feeling. But And, and it's like we, we've now had you know a, a month or two of teams being able to say, okay, here's – you know, let's make a deal on Lamar, and we've heard nothing. We've heard teams, more teams have come out saying we're not interested because, you know, probably behind the scenes, 
you know, friends are calling friends in Baltimore saying, what is he really asking for? And these teams are being scared off by saying, well, he's, you know, he he's, has no agent. He's, he's doing this himself. And he's got, you know, one of these guys behind him that is supposedly making calls and, you know, just one of those weird guys that's not quite an agent and the NFL doesn't really like show that they're an agent or even allowed to do this. Like a family representative. Yeah. And and we've heard the name and I'm blanking on the name right now, but with multiple players and it's just really weird, but teams have had the chance and they haven't done it. And the crazy thing is, Sean, I just saw this tweet uh, 20 minutes ago, the top five, just based off average per year is Hertz now at 51 million Aaron Rodgers, who's at the end of his career, he's making 50 and we kind of saw a downward turn for Aaron Rodgers last year in green Bay. Now we're pretty sure he's going to end up on the jets. It's just a matter of when. And I think that's going to happen draft when they kind of figure some things out. Russell Wilson, who just had a complete stinker of a year. He's at 49, Yeah, 49. Kyler Murray's at 46.1. Well, he's injured now, and he played a terrible season when he did play. So we're offering, meaning Baltimore, you to be the highest paid per year guy in the history of this game. You're putting you above Mahomes, and that's not good enough. Right. With $133 million guaranteed dollars. Right. And while you won an MVP – in the playoffs, he's been terrible. Listen, you have I, I pound the table for Lamar. I think he's a really good player. Yeah, I do I'd too. love to have I'd I'd love to have him. And I don't understand why if you're the Washington football team or somebody who's desperate, why you wouldn't That's the team that consider, should be all over. Yeah, that you shouldn't trade for him. I, I and if the Jets didn't go all in on Rodgers, Washington should inquire the Jets to the Packers about Rodgers, and the Jets should start talking to the Baltimore Ravens. I, I I just the guy is a top notch player. He's not the best quarterback in the league. He, he, he's he's in that he's in the con the team picture. He's not the best. And now they're paying him the offer before the season even went when he was banged up five or six games because he's a high risk guy because of his the the way they run the offense and the way he gets out on the edge. He takes a lot of hits. Hence why you don't want to pay anybody hundred hundred percent guaranteed unless it's Watson and I wouldn't have done it with him, as I've said. So I don't know how this isn't fair. I mean, I understand him having an opinion of his game and I'm not getting into his wallet, but when you bypass the best in this league in per year salary and you're getting a hundred damn near $150 million guaranteed, I don't know what's, what's not to like. And if that offers off the table, did Baltimore all of a sudden say, you know what? Injured. I'm not, if put it this way, it'll tell you a lot if the Ravens don't reoffer that. Right. If if they, they are not willing to go back to that, it will tell you a lot about what Todd Munkin feels, the new offensive coordinator, and how the franchise feels. And I'm starting to get to the point, Segs, that I still think he's going to end up a Raven <clears throat> because the price, money, and what it's going to take to get him. But I, I, I'm not sure that his value is going up as we sit. It may be going the other way if he's not careful, and I'm rooting for him to get paid. Yeah, and one reason I I agree with you that he is going to end up back in Baltimore is they just went out, they they paid an extreme price for Odell Beckham Jr. I couldn't believe the contract they gave Odell Beckham Jr., even on just a one-year deal. I, I was yep. shocked when 
that came out and reports are that he's also told the Ravens he would like DeAndre Hopkins. Well, maybe draft night that happens and and but it's it's you got to be careful when you're making these moves that you don't want to just go out and waste or not I don't want to say waste but throw a third rounder at the Cardinals or a second rounder to get DeAndre Hopkins and then Lamar's still like nah the money ain't good enough and it's like well this could have been a year where we kind of retool and move things around but they're trying to keep their franchise quarterback and so far we've we've it's kind of been silent since since the Jalen Hurts thing when it comes to Lamar from each side because each side has really been in the media talking a lot about this contract it's been quiet what would you do what would you do if i gave you this odds or this this bet would you bet that in the next five years the lamar during the next contract he gets like Mm -hmm. jalen hurts contracts what five years yep in that time of jalen hurts if lamar got the same money would you take would you would you think that he's going to win a Super Bowl in those next five years with the no. AFC gauntlet and their team in, in Baltimore. No. I, I'm not I'm wouldn't. sure Lamar thinks he's gonna win three of them. I get it, but that's that's a lot to go through. And if <laughs> Rodgers ends up in that in that conference, Mahomes and Allen Herbert. and Burrow and Herbert and Aaron Rodgers if he ends up with the Jets yeah. and Tua's team in Miami that's yeah, the Dolphins better. are good. They're they're a better team. I can't imagine Russ Wilson's going to piss on himself, you know, down his leg this year that bad. He may not be the old Russ Wilson. I can't fathom with Sean Payton that Russ Wilson's going to be that bad in the AFC again. Right. right? You got Garoppolo with the Raiders. I'm not saying these guys are better than him. I'm just saying the gauntlet you must go through to get to the Super Bowl. I would take the bet that the Baltimore Ravens will not win a Super Bowl in the next because the roster. I mean, they still got some things they got to get. They got to get weapons and. I know it helps with Beckham, and they got the tight end, but I, I would, I think that's a hefty price, and I, I, I would have paid it then. I'm not sure I'd go any higher if I was. A, matter of fact, I am sure I wouldn't pay him any more guaranteed money within five million. Maybe you want to get to one thirty-five. I guess you said it was one thirty-three. Okay, but then you could then doesn't Burrow have the argument? Well, my numbers have been better than yours. Been I've been an MVP candidate also, and I've been to a Super Bowl and close the second time. You're yeah, going to have that argument. Burrow's right? going past these guys, in my opinion. Oh, like, Burrow's going to his average yearly salary is going to put sixty million. The the only I think the only thing that I think could throw a wrench into things with Burrow. He's on a tight is, team. There's on a franchise yes, doesn't pay exactly, money. Exactly. Exactly. Right. That's the only thing that could. If this you know, dude just, was in Cleveland because they paid Deshaun, or if this guy was anywhere that, that has a clue. Well, the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. You know what they offer. Burrow's going to make, okay, so if you're talking 51 million to top, minimum of 55 to 56 yeah. a year. And I would say pushing 150 million guarantee. Right. Yes. It, it's going to be, it's going to be one of those contracts where we say, wow, you know, and, and it is going to kind of reset the market because Herbert's not there. You know, Tua obviously isn't there. And Burrow is that next big guy. I think Herbert Herbert's will be Herbert's going to get in that cat. Yes, he's going to get in the, that he's get the team picture. That's right. But he he doesn't. You know, he's the one that has the least argument in terms of he doesn't have an MVP like Lamar. He hasn't been in a Super Bowl. In fact, he's struggled to make the playoffs with with a talented Chargers team. So, but 
he's still got that talent and and that arm strength and everything. He will get paid in that Kyler to to Jalen Hurts range. If Cincinnati's <laughs> wise and puts cheap aside and pays him the way this is supposed to work, he's gonna yeah he is Burrow. going to it's gonna be wow factor, but expected considering the way we're doing this with quarterbacks now. Yeah, total he'll be in that two seventy five range if Agreed. if it's five years on five years. Agreed. Uh, speaking, I think of they're going to. I think they're going to try to lock him down for a decade. Sakes, yes, I do. I, I think they're going to try to make it a lifetime cock. I mean, it's a full the career. Longer, so the better be. for a guy like Joe Burrow. No question. Um, speaking of quarterbacks, the 49ers, according to Ian Rapport, are receiving calls on Trey Lance. I know you have a really good insight to there in San Francisco. Would you move Trey Lance if you're San Francisco? You have Brock Purdy, obviously injured. They reportedly want to see how that is going before they make any moves. You did go get Sam Darnold, who I think Kyle Shanahan could do some things with based on Sam's strengths. And it's an interesting concept because here we are, what, going into year three of Trey Lance and the dude's barely played. Now remember, he barely he only played one game his last year at North Dakota State because of COVID. So this dude's barely played in three years. And if you're a team like Tennessee, if you're a team like Indy or Vegas or, you know, just one of these teams that maybe could use a long-term fit at quarterback, Houston, there where you are, especially D'Amico Ryan's. Three teams in the AFC South. Yeah. Atlanta, uh, Atlanta Falcons, if they're not sold yes, on that's a, Tampa is right. another team that if you think, okay, let's go young and, and – compete with Kyle Trask and and I think Trey Lance would win that job if healthy. And Baker Mayfield's there now as well. Yeah, oh that's right. I forgot about Baker. Um but they're in Houston. D'Amico Ryans comes from San Francisco. His off the offensive coordinator, Bobby Slowick, comes from San Francisco. They had eyes on Trey Lance day in, day out when he was healthy and practicing and playing. Do you think Houston makes sense for maybe like a you know I was looking at it earlier, maybe like a third round pick swap i think i think san francisco has 99 houston has 65 maybe swap those and maybe houston throws in like a conditional pick next year maybe like a fourth yeah i'm sure still not giving up the first rounder for him. no 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 i'd struggle giving up a second with his yeah second the second as big as i go <laughs> well i mean for judging his college career he was great and he's got all the the makeup of special he was okay in his starts he did some good things and some things that were in the, in the handful of starts or games he's played in he can't get on the. He can't stay on the field, unfortunately. That's the problem so I think, with him. Yeah, there's no doubt. Um, Purdy's the better player right now. He's proven yes. it, and and so he's the starter when he's healthy. Until and unless he gives it away or somebody takes it from him, and you know the talk when Darnold was coming out of school, a lot of people thought the 49ers were the fit when Darnold left USC to go there, right? So who knows what that's going to do? I would yes, I would answer every call. I don't think Trey Lance is, is a. Now maybe I'm wrong. It's not fair for us to say. I don't think Trey Lance's ability is going to get him to a Super Bowl because when you give up three first rounders to get to the, the, obviously there's people that hold him in high regard. I think he's a good player, at least from what I've seen. But remember, he had played from the he played yeah. one game his last year of college was COVID, the one game, and then that was it. And then he's been hurt, started a couple games, was you know has been a Dow Joneser, and then can't get on the field. So, and guys have bypassed him. So I, I don't know what kind of player we're going to get in the NFL. Yes, I would inquire if I was a team that said. Let's we, we we can let him compete. 
he's better than the guys we got because I he's not better than Purdy. Maybe more talented and spectacular. He's not better. Skill set yeah, is better, that, but it mind comes into it. Right. And, and Brock Purdy's mind seems to carry there's, him in that system, a, which is built for Brock Purdy. There's a feeling that, that to me that, and I and I think around that city that this guy operates what they do better. Yes. Now we're assuming, and I heard this in our show this morning, and people talking. Well, it's natural. Slowick and D'Amico Ryan's. Well. Michael Ryan's on the defense side, but we don't know one thing if he even likes Trey Lance as a quarterback. Right, that's the, I mean, we don't even know. And if Slowick, if Slowick was there, if they don't go after Trey Lance and offer, it'll tell you they either love somebody in this draft or they're like, yeah, he's all right. We can do the same thing with him. We got with Davis Mills and Case Keenum, if that's how they feel. But, yes, I would, I would inquire if I was those teams you mentioned. It's ironic that they're – AFC and NFC South, which all need help. Two horrible divisions right now. So, yeah, I would inquire about him. But if you're the 49ers and you're going to wait and ask for a number one pick, you you might as well don't hold your breath. You'll pass out because I wouldn't give up yeah. the number one. And I also, if somebody offered me a second-round pick, if I was the 49ers, I'd move him in a heartbeat. Take it. Take it. I would move because I don't even know if he's better than Sam Darnold right now. I right. don't. And I'm not so sure he can hold him off. So, for me, I – uh and Darnold can hold it off just fine with the experience until Purdy's back on the field or otherwise. Yeah, if you get offered a second-round pick, move him and get going. I just don't know, and nobody here, because they've been very close to the vest, knows how D'Amico Ryans and and uh, what's-his-name, Bobby Slowick, feel about right. Trey Lance. It's not Kyle Shanahan. It's not – so we'll see. But if they don't make any – if they don't go after him, It'll tell you that they just think he's just a guy. Yeah. And they're going elsewhere and thinking somewhere other somewhere. If you told me I could have Hinn and Hooker or Trey Lance, I'm taking Hinn and Hooker all day and twice on Sunday. But if you're telling me I could get Lance for a third round pick and you could move somebody and swap something, I'd say, okay, yeah, I, I, it's worth considering if you feel Bobby Sloak and D'Amico Rines, you saw enough on the practice field in the minimal games he played to say, I can coach him up to make him a better player. I'm not sure he's ever going to be a franchise player, but that's probably unfair because he hasn't been on the field enough. But if you're not on the field, that's the only way I can judge you from what I've seen. And Garoppolo and Brock Purdy have both been better than him. Yes, for sure. Speaking of the Texans, it's seemingly settled that Bryce Young will be the number one pick to the Carolina Panthers. That It, it seems like we're all trending that way. Everybody's saying it, and it seems like that's a done a decision that has been made by Carolina, Frank Reich, and company. Texans sit at two. We talked on the last podcast about them possibly passing on a quarterback, going Will Anderson or Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech. What is the latest there in Houston on the Texans? Are they really going to pass on a quarterback again? I know last year wasn't a great class with Pickett and Ritter and and Coral, Malik Willis in that group, uh, Sam Howell, but Houston took nobody last year. They didn't even take a stab at it when it comes to the quarterback position. Davis Mills, when you talk about the AFC gauntlet that you have to go through, I'm sorry, Davis Mills projects nothing for me in the future is except for maybe a very be solid league a decade because he's smart yes. yeah and if, start if he's sometimes. on your team as, on the texans for 10 years fine but he can't be your starter for 10 years or you're going to be picking in the top 10 every he, single he, year no doubt six he's a guy that'll be in the league but franchise quarterbacks <clears throat> maximize everybody in the building and they take you to a home they, they you automatically know that the franchise is better i don't think 
that you look at it that with Davis Love, everybody's better. I think uh, Davis Love, yeah, if we could golf, Davis Mills. Yeah. I, I think that Davis Mills is a good player. If I had to trust him for three or four games to, to go, I, I think he could hold it down. Yes. Six. And he's Agreed. been on a horse, a horseshit team for two years. You and I both. And has not, I mean, they've had two coaches that they know they were getting rid of, both one year guys. Now they finally got a, a, a coach that I think we believe is better and a, and a better approach to their system. And he may have more success, but they haven't, you haven't really had much of a chance to be successful in this system the last couple of years. Now, hopefully it'll get better, but I don't think he's a franchise guy. The it part, whatever that is. But I do believe uh, eight years from now, Davis Mills with his smarts and his a bit will still be in the league and he may have played for three or four teams. Um, I, uh, and Sags, one of that gauntlet we left out, Trevor Lawrence has got to be on the gauntlet yeah, of the AFC quarterbacks we mentioned. Shit, that guy's off the in charts, right? In that division, right? if you're Houston, yeah, well, Indy, Tennessee. That's ex- it's amazing how quickly they've turned it around, and that should be the, the Texans' thought process. Give me a good coach, D'Amico Ryans, Doug Peterson. Give me a quarterback, Trevor Lawrence, and now whoever that is, and then build this thing from there. The running backs, remember Travis Etienne, Damian Pierce, mm-hmm. you start to build it like that. Now go get an edge rusher or something in this draft with a 12th pick or the second pick, find a quarterback. I'd take a quarterback too. I believe there's more than one. I believe Bryce Young's the best. I'll yeah. tell you this, Segs, the, the name Hennon Hooker keeps coming up in this town. Let They've me ask you 30, a question 30... while you bring him up. I've I've saw a lot about him, and a lot of people, draft analysts, you know, offensive minds that are on Twitter and, and make videos and stuff talk just a lot about um, that system he's in in Tennessee, where it's kind of just like, we're going to throw it deep. We're going to throw it deep. And, you know, all you saw Hendon Hooker was deep routes to Jalen Hyatt or Cedric Tillman or Brew McCoy. Like, is it just that for Hendon Hooker? And is that plus he's what? Almost 26. Yeah, he's 25. And you know what the truth is? I'm not, it bothers some saying his 25 doesn't bother me. Just, you know, especially now, if you were a 25 year old running back, it'd be different. I, I just like, okay, I know that we want, it's like baseball. You want control of the young guys early. Yeah. Cause by 26, some of these guys are getting their second contract offer. Right. And then I get, I get it. I'm just looking at the, I get why you would have on the periphery. We have that and coming off the AC. I can tell you ACL is the least of my worries because people overcome them and they're better now. I mean, back when I had an ACL, we're talking about years ago. Times have changed from a plaster cast from your toe to your groin. Now they're walking before they leave the hospital at two hours after the surgery, right? Right. I mean, we're just going. So I, I'm not worried about him coming back from the ACL and being as good as ever. Now, if the age bothers somebody, which it will, don't draft him. But I know this, even with the way they push it. And, yes, they ran, played fast, Segs, 90 plays a game. They were in the top two or three every, both years, I mean, the last two years with Heupel's offense. But maybe that's an advantage because he knows how to play fast. He knows how to play where you're just going and not thinking and and we're playing fast. And you're not going to play that fast in the NFL. But you know what? That guy's up-tempo ability tells me he's a quick decision maker. Segs, he threw two picks this year and I think five last year. The ball doesn't mm-hmm. hit the ground very And he doesn't throw it to the other team. So if you're pushing it down the field and he's still protecting it. Now, Will Levis, who's got all this ability, throws it to the other team. Well, his team was worse. So. Oh, so that gives you the reason the team was worse because you can't throw it to the other guy. Right. Now, I love a lot of things about Levis, but I'm going to say this to you, just on performance, what I've seen, and I watched Tennessee play seven, eight times maybe this year. If Hendon Hooker doesn't get hurt, the conversation's about who the second best quarterback in this draft is. I'm telling you. Hooker, and, and if he plays all the way through, 
mm-hmm. you're going to get some that have him ranked ahead of Richardson and Levis. Some already do and aren't worried yeah. about the injury. Or that the talk would be, mm, C.J. Stroud, I still think Bryce Young's the guy. Yeah. But I think there's other guys that can be really, really good. Don't compare them to Mahomes, folks. There's other play you can be great without being Mahomes or Burrow. You can still win championships and still be good. It'd be nice to be those guys. So I hold him in high regard, Six. If you got him with the 33rd pick or whatever it is that they get their first pick of the, the second pick of the second round, the Texans, there's been talk about if he holds off that long, draft him, take Will Anderson second, and a playmaking wide receiver at 12. There's also been the talk of, draft C.J. Stroud, and then go get Luke Van Ness. Hey, Lucas Van Ness, right? Mm-hmm. The, the, one from of Iowa. Those guys is an edge rusher or the receiver. There's also mm-hmm. been the talk of trade from 12 back up into the top 10, give up a first-round pick next year. They got 13 picks this year, mix in another one, and hopefully get Richardson or Levis somewhere closer to 10. There's been so Or trade up with the Arizona Cardinals, give up a number one next year and a, a pick this year, one of your third rounds, because they have two third rounders. See if Arizona will take that. Then you can get the quarterback and Will Anderson with picks two and three. So it's all over the map. I don't see how you pass on a quarterback considering what they need. But, Segs, I live by this philosophy, and you and I have talked about this. If I love a guy, I'm taking him at quarterback. Mm. I can like a defensive end and take him and think he's going to be a good player, right? I don't take quarterbacks in the first five picks I like. I take the ones I love. So if the Texans love a quarterback and they don't draft him and they wait till next year, they're stupid because they're not going to be the worst team in the league. They're, they're not right. winning just two games. Somebody else. They, they, so you risk losing out on the big dogs next year. And I don't live like that. But the other side of it is they've got a couple veterans. You can protect yourself with Case Keenum. I would go take the quarterback and get another edge rusher. I say this, say, you tell me what you think. Is the distance between the first quarterback and the fifth quarterback farther apart than the distance between Will Anderson and the fourth or fifth edge rusher or the fourth or fifth wide receiver. If that's the case, you grab the quarterback second, take the receiver edge rusher 12. If it's flipped, take the edge. If you don't love the quarterback, pass on it. Go get somebody else and deal with it and don't draft a quarterback you like. If you don't love him, you're an idiot for drafting. I've seen it too often. Yeah, we like two guys. Well, good. Then get the better guy you love at another position and draft the guy you like later. So this has been a pretty secretive, and I don't know where, you know, I don't pay, well, he's a defensive coach. I don't care about that. Most good coaches take what they need the most. If you think C.J. Stroud's a franchise quarterback or one of the other three guys draft him, you'd be too high to draft Hook. If you're going to go in and Hooker, you could trade down and get him. And there's been that talk. I, I would take Stroud. I think after all the dust is cleared, I still think C.J. Stroud's in play for the Texans. I don't think this is out of, I think it's a lot of smoke screens early. The question is, who do you love more? Who's going to impact your franchise quicker and longer, Will Anderson or C.J. Stroud? That's really what it comes down to with the second pick. What What would piss me off is if I were a Texans fan is the fact that you're sitting there at two. You knew the Bears were trading out. Just give up. You have extra draft capital. Give up a couple picks somewhere, not a first rounder next year, but uh, uh, if it's a second or you give up a couple thirds to move up to one and get the guy you love. If you're not taking a quarterback at two, that tells me you had one guy in mind and that was Bryce Young and you loved him and you let him get away because Peter King, who is maybe the best out there in terms of getting information, said in one of his articles that there was a deal that was in place for Houston to move to one. And then Chicago was going to go from two to nine with Carolina. 
Nick Casario kind of at the very last second when they were going to make the deal, he backed off and and he thought Ryan one Poles, slot's not that hard, right? Yeah, he thought Ryan Poles was just going to say, okay, let me take a step back and let's figure this out. No, he went to Carolina and said, give me this deal and it, the number one pick is yours. And Carolina said yes. So Nick Casario had it on the line and he couldn't finish the job. And, and that would piss me off as a Texans fan, especially yes. now if they're going to take Will Anderson or Tyree Wilson at two. And then we don't know about quarterback as, as they move on right. to 12 or, you know, try and move around. You could have saved yourself a lot of questions and you still could have controlled the draft even after yes. you won that last game and, and left it on the table and segs with that. I, and if you stay at two, you know what they're hoping, at least it appears that maybe there's a chance that the Carolina Panthers take CJ Stroud. Yeah. Maybe because if we trade out of there, what if we do? And all of a sudden they pull the okie doke and draft CJ Stroud and somebody else sitting at two grabs Bryce young boy. We're yeah. really hosed, right? I am with you 100% to go nine slots and 10 slots and 12 slots or eight slots from mm-hmm. nine to one where Carolina went and to give up that haul. You could have simply probably given up the first pick of the second round and a conditional pick. Yeah. Or your first pick in the second round, which was which I think is the second pick in the second round. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. You could have with people having two picks. 30, and all that 33. Stuff, 33, right. You could have you could have literally waltzed into the first pick, controlled the draft. And listen, even if you stay there, let, let's say all of a sudden somebody the Colts say, screw that, even though it's in the division, I'll trade into the division if you're gonna give me a desperate haul that makes me mm-hmm. that gives me three number ones where you say, dude, we want we gotta have that right. quarterback. Okay, great. You're that stupid? Great. I'll give you the haul. Fine. You're in the division. You're not very good anyway, so you give me that quarterback. We're beating you all that haul. We're beating your ass no matter who your quarterback is. But that being said, I, I'm i with you. If you loved Bryce Young, you should have pulled that trigger then. It yep. would cost you a lot. And Carolina said, screw that. See, look at the regard Carolina holds that first pick. And the Texans had it really a lot simpler and probably could have been done with 20 minutes worth of work. Yeah. And they let it go, and now you don't control it. So we're going to find out just how much, if they stay there, the quarterback position means to them in this draft. Because if they pass it to and don't trade, they're telling you they don't love the second guy. And and, and say, then let's say you go and pick the quarterback at 12. Let's just say Levis mm-hmm. fell there or whatever, yeah. or Richardson, or you like Hooker. You're telling me that you just like him, that you didn't love him. Because if you loved the quarterback, you'd have drafted his asset too. Yeah. Am I right? Or Or think about it this way. What if you... Let's say the Bears again. The Bears sit at nine. You're at 12. What if you move from 12 to nine because Will Levis is sitting there and you give up 33 and a conditional third or fourth round pick? The same offer you could have made to go get Bryce Young. Now you're giving up because now you have to go get Will Levis. Settle for the fourth guy. Yeah. Settle for more than likely the fourth guy possibly, It's just I, I would be so frustrated if I'm Houston. And to think about it, you think back to the season, they win two of their last three. Davis Mills throws that pass at the end of week 18 to give the Bears the number one. I mean, Lovey Smith, you know, gives his old team the number one pick. And now if you screw this up and don't take a quarterback this year at all again, and then Next you end year. up with the fifth pick next year, and the yeah, best or the three seventh are gone. pick, yeah, right. and and May and Caleb Williams, who are the two, you know, top picks as everyone has them right now, are gone, and possibly the third quarterback. You're still stuck. So I, I just I don't so like the way draft things are another trending one in the for third, Houston. Right, draft another one in the third <clears throat> round or second round right. next year. It just 
I, I don't know, Sigs, you know how I am. That position in this league we play in is so important to have a dynamic player there. I, I, I don't – listen, you can pass up a guy if there's three edge rushers you think are going to get 12, 14, 15 sacks a year. If the quarterback is far better and it's a major need for you and the quarterback is that guy, not a guy, but that guy, you do what you can to get him. Mm-hmm. You, you just do. Look at all the way they traded up to get Deshaun Watson. Remember when they yeah. traded up to get yep. him? And now he's gone, and you only had to go one slot to assure yourself that you got who you wanted, not who somebody else didn't want? Yeah, I don't know, man. This is an important I don't like the do process. It. No, I don't either, 100%. Um, real quick, uh, um, Draymond Green, dude's an idiot, right? Like, yeah, and it, it, like, history says you had to suspend him. So yeah, I don't it, care it just, that he grabbed his his foot. And I think at first Draymond was trying to cover his head because he fell, and then his foot was there, and he kind of did hold it. I agree with that. But people saying he didn't stomp on him that hard or he couldn't control it. No, he clearly looked down and stomped on his. It's chest. the action, Sags. Yes. And number one, you know what else you do when you're trying to get off somebody? What do you do? Do you step on him or? Yank your no. foot up from think you about when somebody up. grabs your foot, you pull it up. Yep. You don't push down. This isn't a dog on pogo stick. Push yeah. down in order to go up. You yank it out. And secondly, then he goes and taunts the crowd. And then he goes in the post-game press conference and kind of taunts it then. He has no he's he, I, listen, I want him on my team until you're losing. And then it's like, what a pain in the ass he is. When you're winning, it's all fun and games on your team because he's a good player with high basketball IQ, but he makes such dumb decisions sometimes and in truth puts his teammates in a bad way yeah and he does he puts them in a bad way and sacramento's not bullshitting man they are playing their ass off and yes he should have been wasn't the commissioner in the building that night too i believe so yeah yeah you made it easy to do it and if you don't do that and somebody else throws an elbow and you and you suspend them it's like well why didn't you do it there had no choice and you know what Golden State needs Draymond Green to be out there on the court doing the right thing, yep. not doing this stuff. And lo and behold, he did it. Yeah. Pain in the ass, Sex, no doubt. Yep. Uh, as always, thank you to Bet Online. On the next episode, we'll kind of get into the NBA playoffs a little bit more. NHL playoffs are what I'm watching, not the Mock NBA. Mock it up Anyways. next week, too, Sex. Yeah. You and I put one together who we'd taken in this first round, and we'll roll through it quickly. Perfect. Perfect. All right. We will talk to you guys next week. All right. Cool. Great stuff, brother. I appreciate you. All right. Yeah, we'll uh, Anything talk Anything you need, let week. me know. Okay. okay. Sounds good. See you, bud. See you. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.